Good morning, Mr. Rama. Good morning, Mr. Ware. How are we today? Man, if it isn't any better, they have to be like five of me to try to keep up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm it's doing a five so of you kind of day, huh? Yeah, I'm doing so good, man. I feel good. I'm going to go for a little motorcycle ride later on this morning. I'm fired up and ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to go see Elvis. Oh, uh, good for you. Show. Good well, for you. Well, my daughter and I, because uh, I'm doing Jack's show tonight and tomorrow. So in the uh, interval, my daughter and I are going to run down the street and go see Elvis. Well, it's a good movie, and uh, just so you'll know, it's more about Tom, but it's really it's, you right. know, Colonel Tom Parker. But it's a goodie. It's a it's a good one. Um, I, I, let's start with a little Uvalde thing here because this has been hot this morning. Got a lot of calls about this this morning. Uh, out in Uvalde, the um, they're they're all about uh, the gun being the problem. The gun caused the shooting. It's not this. Not the, he was just a poor, misunderstood teenager. You know, it's not his fault. You know, he was abused right. as a child. Abused as a child. You know, really, it's a, it's a gun manufacturer. So, um, Carolyn Maloney on the House Oversight Committee yesterday, they're doing an anti-gun thing with the with the House Oversight Committee. Had Marty Daniel, the chief executive officer of Daniel Defense, the ones who manufactured a gun. When are you going to accept personal responsibility for the killing of those chillins down there in Uvalde? When are you going to call and apologize to the families of Uvalde? Because obviously that's what we do. We blame the gun. See, that's what we need to do. Well, yeah, you know, and it's kind of interesting out of Uvalde because if you blame the gun, then you, you, in a sense, if you're law enforcement or if you were somebody in that hallway, right, you can kind of defer some of your responsibility because it's really, it's not our fault. It's not even the kid's fault. It's the people who sold that gun's fault. They're the ones who are to blame for this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's psychological transference. It's, you know, I, I get it. It's, it's, well, it's, I'll tell you what, in Uvalde, it's, it's a little bit of psychological transference but it's also political it's a very hot topic right now so why not jump on the train and start talking about the guns you know, you know what it is what, what else have they got to lose in uvalde all law enforcement down there is a big black mark over their heads you know what they did they totally <clears throat> screwed up they had a year of no they knew for a year they called this guy a school shooter for a year okay right for right. a solid year before this happened he walked around with dead cats in a bag so they knew what the, this guy was going to do I mean, he was he was school shooter, and they called him that for a year. So they totally screwed up in Uvalde all the way down to the day of when the police took no action. 376 police officers versus one shooter in a classroom there. I'll take those odds all day long. And they still screwed it up, and yet, no, no, it's none of, none of that's real. None of that's the, the, to blame. Let's blame the guy who made the gun. It's 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 a tiresome argument at this point, you know what I mean? And, and it's it, there's something really kind of sick and insulting about it coming out of Uvalde. All right, uh, th this was a human tragedy. Okay, the gun didn't leap out of uh, its holster in the morning nope. and run on down to that school and do something on its own. All right, you and I are both gun owners. We've never committed a crime with our weapons. The millions of Americans across this country are legal gun owners. They've never committed a crime with their weapons. But yet, for some reason, the legal gun owners, gun, gun owners of this country, the ones who have to bear the responsibility of this stuff, from the perspective of these people, and it's it's especially out of Uvalde, it's sickening. You know, there's a couple of other things about that too. It's almost as if, and and I don't, I'm not saying that this existed, but. <coughs> 
to get 370, I think it was 76, you know, whatever, right. nearly 400 police officers to stand down. It's almost like there was a, a stand-down order. But as I was listening to the news yesterday concerning this topic and these hearings that were going on yesterday, and I went from channel to channel, radio and television, it was amazing how many had the exact same voicers from the exact same newsmakers at the exact same time with the exact same anti-gun script in all these newscasts, Sean. It's almost as if there's a well, propaganda that's being anti-gun propaganda. Well, the, well that's what they are, man. They, all ships are sailing in the same direction between the media and the administration. You know, it's anti-gun, anti-gun, anti-gun. They've wanted this for years. They wanted a major opportunity that they feel would be so horrific that they could en- enact some stuff or accomplish some stuff with guns that they normally couldn't. And they've been using Uvalde since day one, and now Uvalde's in on it. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, again, it, it doesn't make any logical sense, but they don't think logically when it comes to guns. They just want to get it out of your hands. This isn't about the guy in Uvalde. This isn't about these spree killers. It's about you and me. Mm, yep. <laughs> well, because if you're armed, they can't control you, and they know That's that. That's right. And uh, and so that's you know and and to put a final point on it then you know jump in wherever you want to but to uh, to put a final point on it it's it's uh, if you're going to do that number one you got to blame the guns that were not used that day because there were a bunch of police officers almost 400 well, yeah. that didn't use guns that day and secondly well when is the com- when is the hearings going to happen in in D.C. that's going to drag all the car manufacturers up there and blame the cars for all the drunk driving crashes that kill people every year or all the fast food joints that make people fat and then they die of heart attacks you know it's the same it's the same tired argument yeah it really is you know well I mean, you know cuz you, you can you can not only go after guns but you can go after major corporations and it's all about hosing them down for money really you know, I mean, Jesse Jackson used to do it all the time with race, so now they're going to do it with guns. You know, it's, again, I, I think uh, to a certain extent it's political, it's psychological, and it's economic. You know, they they want to shake these people down because, they, I don't know, I guess they feel they're making too much money selling guns. I don't, I don't know. You know what? But the irony of it is, and I love it, I love it, I love it, the more they do this, the more guns they sell. <laughs> well, they do. That's they, true. It well, it's true. The, Obama was the biggest gun salesman in the world. Oh, man. now, man, it's Biden. Remember that? People, last few years of, of Obama's uh, time in office, people yeah. were buying up the guns. Right, right. It's the same thing now. The idiots, they have the opposite effect. <laughs> right, so keep it up, guys. Right, the more they think they're going to do it, the more people are out there, I better go get my guns. Oh, I bought another one the other day. Um, okay, so <laughs> I keep it. I, I'm still doing it. So, so what you got going on, man? What's on your plate this morning well i I just it's not a huge story but it is kind of cool to me chris rock talking about the will smith thing finally on this uh tour in jersey with kevin hart and i wish more people would embrace just the simplicity of what he said anyone who says first off this is funny anyone who says words hurt has never been punched in the face which i thought was funny this is to you us weekly and then he says i'm not a victim I'm not a victim. Yeah, that crap, that blank hurt, mother blanker, but I shook that blank off and went to work the next day. I don't go to the hospital for a paper cut. Wow, man, that's something that young people of today really need to embrace, that whole idea. Everything he just said there. I'm not a victim. I got up and went to work. Okay, yeah, you get slugged in the face sometimes in life, but you get back up and uh, and, and you go about your business, basically is what he's saying. And it just upped it, my my admiration of him, you know, to to eleven, <laughs> from ten to eleven. And I've never been a big fan. I've never watched his 
comedy shows and stuff. But the way he's handled this whole thing, I think, has been wonderful. He has definitely been the high road over oh, yeah. over Will Smith and the same. And you notice how Will has been absolutely silent since all that? You can't find gone, that dude, man. man. You can't find Will's him. Will's gone, I man. Can't find him, but I don't know where he is. <laughs> he's gone. All right, quick break. It, well, it's over for him, man. That's he's right. gone. Yeah. Uh, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up for you. KTSA. Sherry Preston, ABC News, congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. Well, Joe Biden likes to negotiate with terrorists. First of all, he uh, gave terrorists uh, a bunch of weapons, about $80 billion in weapons when he left Afghanistan and had, had 13 of our soldiers killed in the process and, uh, and then left behind helicopters and guns and ammo and everything else. So he likes to negotiate and I guess help the, I guess help the terrorists wherever he can. Now he believes, I guess, in helping Russia because he's going to give back or he's negotiating to give back the merchant of death. His name is Victor Bout, serving a 25-year sentence in a U.S. prison after being convicted in 2011 of conspiracy to kill Americans, conspiracy to deliver anti-aircraft missiles, and aiding a terrorist organization. He wants to give him back to uh, to Russia so, you know, he can go right back into service, a la Obama, when Obama right. sent back those five. <laughs> Remember that? Out of good yeah. now. And in exchange, we will get back, uh, allegedly, the WNBA's uh, Brittany Griner and U.S. Marine Paul Whelan. So negotiate with the terrorists, give them back a terrorist so the terrorists can kill more Americans. Well, you know, and as far as the basketball chick, I mean, I, I, I only have so much sympathy for her because she, you know, she's in a foreign country. She's a grown-ass woman. She should have known, <laughs> you know, if she's going to run around with, she with, did weed, know. with weed cartridges for a, for a vape pen. If she if she knows in Russia that's a felony and get your ass locked in jail, then she should have thought should have made some better choices. Yep. You know, I don't know. I don't I haven't really followed the other guy's story uh, too deeply, but uh, I, you know, I this is also a woman who prior to, you know, getting busted in Russia was uh, not somebody. She wasn't as passionate, I guess you'd say, as about the anti-American stuff. But certainly, she said stuff like that. And sure. Me here and there. Sure. You know, hey, well, that, that's this is life in other countries, sweetheart. This is how it rolls, well, okay? <laughs> and my point is, you know, the, who's the next country that's going to step up and say, well, hand us back our terrorists? You know, who, who else? Well, yeah, what other country too. is going to grab our people? And, and they know now, if, if Joe carries on with this, they know that they can go ahead and grab our people and then he'll negotiate for our people and give back high-valued individuals. And I'm so tired of pussyfooting around as a country. You know, if we, if we want this Marine back bad enough, you get on the phone, you call Vlad, and you right. say, okay, you give us the Marine back or else this is going to happen. Every one of your diplomats are going to be kicked out of the country. We're going to shut down your diplomatic mission here. We're coming after you hard and fast in the international world, so on and so forth. Uh, you, you don't say, okay, we'll negotiate. You can have back your killer. Your anti-aircraft tank guy, you can have him back so he can kill well, more that's, Americans. That's, that's the Barack Obama playbook, though. It is. You know, we're trying to fit into the global community here. And so, you know, we're trying to make friends out of our enemies. You know, I, I, it, 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 Joe, Joe Biden supports crime and criminal behavior on so many different levels. It's hard to right. even wrap your noggin around right. it, man, whether it's giving back this guy. And then you you do you sort of open up the idea that uh, well we just keep grabbing Americans man we can get all our dudes back in time, but to the border and the cartel action I mean uh, and, and he's meeting with Xi today he's just he's all about hanging out with the demons man and the devils and stuff he loves it I well, don't know why and and you know I could care less about this WNBA star I really don't care I mean uh, you said it I've said it before. 
Uh, she she went into that country knowing full well it was illegal to carry dope in there, and she carried dope in there, and she got busted. And and so there you go. Uh, d- live with your consequences, honey. And that's exactly what you need to do. You need to live with your consequences, and don't be expecting us to turn over high value uh, targets, terrorists basically who want to kill Americans and whose whose munitions have killed Americans before. Uh, to do that, we're we're just not going to do that. We're just not going to uh, negotiate. It makes me think of Trump. Remember when he dropped the mother of all bombs out in the desert of Afghanistan and said, "Look out, because this is what's coming <laughs> right. for you." Well, that'd be okay, you know. We want to, we want our, we want our uh, marine back. Take a look at this. Look at this mushroom cloud over here. Well, that's why they didn't mess with us when Trump was in office, right? You know, I mean, he basically would say, "Hey, you, one American uh, is injured, and I'll grease your village. I know where you grew up. You know what I mean? I'll drop a few in your village, on your hometown." And he did it to Soleimani. Yes, he did, and so they knew they didn't mess with this guy. You know, they got Biden in there, and hell, look, it's it's you can see it all in Xi's face from the, uh, of the images of, of Biden and him together before. He's got that same look Putin had, which is I got a lap dog here. I got a guy that has no backbone. I got a president of the United States I can trot all over, and they both have that same look in their eye, like yeah, Biden. They're yeah, they have no fear of him. They use him. Like you said, China owns him, and uh, you know, as far as this chick, the 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 basketball chick again, it's interesting how. Because I'll tell you what I think happened with her. I think she thought, well, even if I get caught, I'm an American; they'll send me home. So the very country that she thinks sucks and is racist is also the very country that she probably counted on being a citizen of to get her out of her situation, and it didn't work. I'll tell you what else, because this is all about super-serving his far-left Green New Steel base, the far-lefty commies in in his party, because that's who she appeals to. So they're the ones who have been begging him to get her back, and they're just here's what just cheapens the deal. He's just throwing in the Marine to make it look good, right? Oh, right. Right. But this is not about the Marine. He doesn't care about the Marine. He doesn't want to get the Marine back. Else he would have started that and would have done that all already the marines right. been there now this is about getting her back and he's putting a, a lipstick on a pig by putting the marine into the deal as well when in fact we should negotiate from a position of strength and not weakness otherwise as i said they're all going to use us and yes he's compromised in my view he's compromised by china because of of hunter and that's also in the news today that's also in the news oh yeah 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 it's all over the news well it's sort of over the all over the news uh, well, you know, again, conservative uh, news, yeah, conservative news, yeah. It's not in the the, the you know mainstream stuff, the elitist stuff. Um, I, you know, it, it, the, again, I keep going back to the look on G's face in any picture you have of him with Biden, and it's a look of complete ownership. I mean, you can tell a lot from somebody's face and the way they express themselves, and 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 even more so, you can tell a lot by somebody's face when they're relaxed and they're not trying to make an expression. And he has that look in his eye, like he freaking owns Biden, and everybody knows. Well, it. he does, and yeah. uh, and and so the what we're talking about here. Uh, Joe indeed did meet with at least 14 of Hunter's business associates. Oh, right. So right, every yeah. time that you've heard him say that I don't know anything, never discussed anything about my son's business, damn lie, uh, he sure did. And not only it, it buried in this story is a pretty interesting aspect. Not only did he fly with Hunter to Beijing to put that deal together for a couple of billion dollars into Hunter's pocket and 10% for the big guy, he also flew him down to Mexico to meet with Mexican people to put 
put together big dollar deals down there that we know of now because of the laptop and uh there's no telling where else he flew on air force two with hunter biden in my view he's compromised because of his son criminal enterprise in my view and that's exactly what's being exposed now it could have been exposed before the election but the media covered it up if you remember they did, and they're, they're scumbags. You know, here they are. They got a guy they know is compromised. They know is corrupt as hell, and they sat on it and covered it because they just needed him to be president. You know, and it's it's the anything resembling journalism at the national level is dead in this country. It really is. It's it's been replaced by a propaganda machine. They they don't they don't want anything to do with Hunter Biden. But how many of those uh, uh, airplane rides that did you and I pay for if it was on Air Force Two? So think about that for a second. We, you and I funded this criminal enterprise to a certain extent, you know, just like we fund all, or, or underwrite all his other criminal enterprises through our taxes. Yeah, yeah. But he's a Democrat, so yeah. it doesn't matter. And if you think it, it doesn't matter, he's a Democrat. You Republicans are just so filled with hate. <laughs> well, and if you think it ended January 20th of 2021, you're crazy. So, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, stuff is still, in my view, still uh, going on. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up after the uh, bottom of the hour news. Amogee Bank. I had a friend ask me about uh, Amogee yesterday, and uh, I truly believe in what their their whole mission It's It's built around families. That's why I call them your family bank. In fact, I was talking with a, another uh, family-run business yesterday, and they asked me, hey, really, are they everything about family? Uh, businesses and absolutely they are in fact they're the leader in family-run businesses now they do things with major corporations and all that too i mean they've got great banking services for that but when it comes to family-run businesses nobody knows family business like amogee does here in the state of texas they have more than 12 billion dollars in assets so your family's business is going to be safe and secure the money's going to be safe and secure they're going to be able to get you the the lending that you need whether it's a capital improvement this business i was looking at yesterday they completely gutted the building and rebuilt it from the inside out and he needed a lender to be able to help him with that well that's exactly the kind of thing that amogee can help your family run business uh, do and then they can surround you with people who know texas business and can help you uh, draw on their knowledge and their information to become extremely successful in whatever it is that your family does. Check them out today. They're ready to, to help you in any way possible. That's AMAGNA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Nice. All right, 737 now. It's Warren Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, 550 KTSA FM 1071. And it's official. Now the uh, GDP numbers just came out. And uh, we're down for a second quarter. That makes it officially a recession. Doesn't matter what the administration says about it. You know, it's not a recession. It's not really. Yes, it's a recession. Um, you got to love Senator John Kennedy. Uh, he's oh, yeah. on Fox, and he says more people are riding in the wagon now. The rest of us are pulling it. And the bottom line is the economy sucks. <laughs> Well, you don't need anything else, any deeper analysis than that, do you? I mean, it really does. Uh, the, it, the economy sucks. Yeah, he's on Fox and Friends right now talking about how the economy sucks. <laughs> and uh, you, you can't really get around the gross domestic product report, you know, and, uh, and, and the classic definition of recession. Because what are they trying to call it? A transition? Yeah. Isn't that what that is? Yeah, word? no, we're in a transition, Sean. Transition, Sean. man. We're, we're, we're in a transition where this is going to be the new norm. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. Uh, That's right. Yeah, we're transitioning into an asshole is what we're transitioning into, you know. So you greedy little racists better get used to it, man.
Well, let's uh, yeah. uh, let's talk for just a second about the mansion deal that he put together with uh, with Joe Biden and uh, Nancy Pelosi and the administration, real quick. Joe Manchin was the guy who said no to Build Back Better, and everybody said, "Oh my God, he's great! He's a great Democrat! He, he, he got rid of Build Back Better." And I said, "Wait for the moment, because his moment <laughs> will come, and his true right. colors as a Democrat are going to show." And yesterday, he introduced the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, which does exactly the opposite of reducing inflation it adds to inflation because it's a massive in fact the largest tax increase in the history of the united states and uh what that means is and but see here's here's how they're couching it man they're saying no it's only on businesses it's only on on, taxes only on businesses not on individuals well in, uh, hello, when you put a tax on a business, we pay higher prices. Higher prices means more inflation. Uh, use your brain for something besides a hat rack. So only Democrats can come up with a plan in the middle of a 40-year high inflation <laughs> that includes massive new tax increase, higher prices, higher inflation, and an additional $800 billion in new spending for the Green New Steel, which is exactly what this is. Well, they're obviously just trying to crash the whole circus. They're trying to crash the whole economy. I mean, it's throwing gas on a fire. You know, that's the only way I can describe it. Because, yeah, if you if you bring the hammer down on, on business, they're going to bring the hammer down on everything else. And they're already having to up their prices because of, uh, of what's going on. So, I mean, how else can you describe this as, as, as anything but intentional? Because as far as Manchin, you're right. I mean, look, it, it, people were have, have been loving that guy, uh, like cinema, saying, "Well, you know, they're good Democrats. Well, they're moderate Democrats. Well, you know, they got some conservative in them as far as being Democrats." That's a bunch of crap. Eventually, they show their true colors, right? Yep. And that's what this is. This is a massive. T- this this bill is huge. Yep. And it's going to destroy what fragments of the economy we have left. Uh, and he knows that. They all a, know it. With a massive, massive tax increase that we, the American people, pay. So your your gas yeah. your gas is higher, your rent's higher, your CPS bill is higher, and now they want to come through with a with a massive tax increase. And and that's why you know I, I, you and I both say it over and over again. With them criminalizing dissent in this country and attacking political dissent in this country, November is going to be a heavy lift for conservatives in this country to to kick all the democrats out but there's never been a more important thing a more important duty for americans this 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 is our moment you know generations are charged with a certain moment in 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 the greatest generation it was world war ii it was getting rid of nazism and all that kind of stuff before that it was the american revolution that freed us from the ties of of uh, of england And, and and our moment our time is getting rid of the democrats who are serving in congress right now who are absolutely destroying this con- this, this country well they are and are doing it on purpose you know they're doing it on purpose and so yeah november is extremely important and uh because uh, look look at how much they're going for with the idea that they could lose in november they're going for a lot of stuff right now it's almost like they're trying to get as much done as they possibly can before november happens uh, which I also believe they're going to try to cheat. Oh, yeah. As they did a lot. I mean, you're hearing more about monkeypox now and COVID oh, yeah. and all that stuff. But, yeah, November's a big one. If they're if they're left unfettered and they remain in control, you're. I mean, I barely recognize the country now. Mm. Can you imagine if they have free reign for another couple of years? Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, look at, look at how much damage they've done in barely one. Yeah. <laughs> you give them a couple more years and we're screwed, man. Well, you got something else on your plate. <laughs> happy day. That's right. Happy Thursday. That's right. Well, you. it's just in the news. We're all so. screwed. <laughs> well, 
that great? And Senator Kennedy just said the economy sucks, so we just leave it yeah. at that. Uh, people well, know what they need to do. People know what they need to yeah, do. They, they know they that they, they, we got to get it. We got we got to get all over this, and we got to make a change in November. And people know that. Duh. I hope so, man. Yeah. I hope so, because it's dire. Well, here's a happy story. All right. Give jo- it to me. Joey Chestnut has moved into chicken strips. I love this story. I do, too, man. Yeah. He just broke the Cane's chicken strip uh, record. He got down 44, I believe, 44 chicken strips. Good load. In a certain <laughs> amount of time. He did this in Vegas, where he does all his competitions. Yeah. And don't we all just love Joey Chestnut? He, it's almost like sometimes, I wonder if he does, like, exhibition eating contests, you know, where it's just, <laughs> he, he's not going to necessarily lose, but he just does it to show off his amazing eating abilities. Well, here's the deal. Joey Chestnut's an eating machine, and any <laughs> parent who has ever had a teenage boy or two in the house understands eating machines, okay? Because I don't know what it is about teenage boys, but they are eating machines as well. So we all Joey, get it. Yeah, we yeah, get it. He has, he has the digestive tract of a 16-year-old. Pretty much. And I, and I wonder if he's going to move into other food groups, like do a sushi eating contest, you know? You know, you know what I think he ought to do. He ought to come down here. We'll take him to Terlingua and get him the chili eating contest. We'll hook him up with some of that hot chili over and see how much that can get down. Do you see how many hot chilies you can choke down that, Joey? But he's, you know, he's just a happy dude doing what he does, and uh, we all need a little Joey Chestnut in our lives. You know, when things look dire. When things look horrible and crappy, is like we've spent most of the morning already talking about just so many things that are going wrong. Hey, at least Joey Chestnut's still in the world, okay? He, he can help as us As long as we have though. Joey, America, America thrives, <laughs> That's okay? Right. Joey Chestnut for president. <laughs> Quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up on KTSA. All right, 749 KTSA. What day is it today, Mr. Ryman? It is the 28th of July, you know. <laughs> it's the 28th of July. And let's see, it's National Hamburger Day. No, come on, really? And I know you're a you're a huge hamburger dude, aren't oh, you? I yeah, am, it's I it's am. National Hamburger Day. <laughs> and and your your favorite burger is the Frontier Burger, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I haven't had one. Is that come with barbecue sauce on it? No, that got on it? no, 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 man. You can put it. Well, you can put anything you want to it. But uh, Jimmy does a special secret sauce back there in the kitchen. Oh, it's got its own sauce. <laughs> oh yeah, it does. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Maybe Very I'll get good. One today. And and you get it's, the get the onion rings. Mm. Oh, I love onion rings, man. Mm-hmm. I got to have me onion, my onion rings. I don't mm. like fries. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm exotic. I like onion mm-hmm. rings. <laughs> it's National Refreshment Day. Okay. That sounds thrilling, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's National Refreshment Day. Well, it depends Day, on the refreshment. So. <laughs> it well, could it be. depends. <laughs> right. Whether it's uh, you know, a glass of lemonade or or bathtub gin. Exactly. It's National <laughs> Refreshment Day. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And it's let's see, National Milk Chocolate Day. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really into milk. I'm not into milk. I don't drink a lot of milk, so mm-hmm. chocolate milk is still milk to me and it still grosses me out. Mm-hmm. And finally, Trey, it's National Water Park Day. I was so, going to bring uh, that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. National Water Park Day. You Na- go into a water park? Well, I, I don't know that I will because uh, that's otherwise known as where you take the kids to pee day. And so I don't. Pretty much. <laughs> and the older we get, we go there to pee, too. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. 
Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Morgan's over there. He's saying, yeah, it's absolutely true. I used to work at a swimming pool. Oh, so you knew uh, it. Those kids were peeing all over the place. Well, the, the, the deal is, you know when somebody's been in there for four hours straight without getting out, you know there's yeah. something else because there's no right. way you're going to be in it. You know, I, when I got people over in the pool and I noticed they've been in there for a while and they're, they're consuming some sort of beverage and they've been in the water for a while, I, I always ask them. I'm not afraid to ask. Uh, hey, listen, uh, you need to take a break? <laughs> right. You don't be peeing in my tub now. Uh, you know, that's the deal. You I, know? I think you should have like a whistle, and every hour or so you blow it. Say, right. Bathroom break. Let's go. Funniest, Take a break. Yep. Funniest <laughs> candid camera moment I ever saw was on Jimmy Kimmel's show. And uh, all these people are in this public pool, and the lifeguard is up on the stand, and the lifeguard picks up the bullhorn and says, Everybody out of the pool. The lifeguard has to go to the restroom. Everybody gets out of the pool. It's candid camera, oh, by the I've way. Seen this. Have yes, you seen this? Yes. Everybody yes. gets out of the pool. The lifeguard <laughs> walks into the pool, and he stands in the pool with this great expression of relief on his face, and then he kind of slightly jumps up and down. Oh, no, no, no. Wait for it. And then turns around and climbs back up on the stand and says, Everybody back in the pool. <laughs> That's classic, man. That's great. Damn. It's a great that bit, is man. funny. Well, you know, somebody's been doing something when you're swimming along, and all of a sudden you go through a warm patch yeah, in, the, uh, right. in the water. Well, it's like, I, oh, yeesh. That's how I could tell when I worked at the pool. I'd be standing there. I was in the like the little kids section. Yeah. And and you could tell because all of a sudden the water down by your ankles would get a little warmer. <laughs> well, what's one of these little brats peeing in the pool? That's exactly right. Well, or at Schluterbahn, you could be floating in a in one of those <laughs> inner tubes on that r- r- crazy lazy river thing, and then all of a sudden you go, "Hey, wait a minute! Wait a minute the water got warm around here. Right. What happened?" All of a sudden, there's, my, a, there's a change in the current temperature <laughs> here. In, in my community pool, we have a community pool we go to. It's just a couple blocks down the street. You know, part of our neighborhood and stuff. And all you got to worry about there is. Uh, when you're when you're underwater, going through a tequila cloud, or you know, there's like floating clumps of chamoy in the pool. That can happen. <laughs> that can happen. No yeah. more taco chacos in the pool. Really right, stingy yeah. in your eyes. There, yeah. really sting your eyes. Taco chacos are gone. So no more of that. Yeah, the occasional baby Ruth, maybe. Right? That's true too. <laughs> I remember your Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So I got to tell you, man. Back back to the hamburger thing for just a minute. I, and we're not going to do one of those cheesy radio bits about where's the best hamburger. Where's the best hamburger? But where is the best hamburger? No. Well, I, I, I still say Frontier. Frontier? Right. Oh, really? Okay. I, you know, you got Chris Madrid, you know, and that's another deal all in its own, and you've got several places where you. But uh, if you're going to go back to the roots of what hamburgers are, you got to go straight to Frontier, which right. the same burgers at Jim's, every Jim's. Right. And they're little skinny French, fr- uh, little skinny uh, onion rings. And, man, that'll, that'll make your life right. I don't yeah. care what's going on in the world. That'll make your life right. What about you, Rima? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't eat a lot of hamburgers anymore. So we have a place that we go to uh, in Holotus. I think it's called Babes. Yep. yep. Babes Old Fashioned yep. Hamburgers. Now, yep. they have big, honking, greasy, old-fashioned hamburgers. I know it well. What about James? And their fried mushrooms are great. So yep. we get the hamburgers and the fried mushrooms. Yep. What about you, James? Uh, my place is in... Uh New Braunfels, Lone Star Float House on River oh, Road. Wow. <laughs> you know, Should you just there. mention that? Yeah. That's my favorite place. They have. Wow. I've seen your bike parked in front you of You have yeah. many, many times, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Terry's you're, an old friend of mine. You're absolutely right. Oh, 
Oh, so do you, you know all those, you, do you know all those people up yeah, there? Yeah, Terry and Audrey, we've vacationed together. Oh, my Texas, God. Texas music scene, that's how I met them. Yeah, they are wow. just, it's an awesome place, man. And um, and I'm, I may have to go up there today. Now that you brought it up, I may have to do it's that. A, it's a, the drive's nice, uh, the, the tourists are gone. Yeah. So you've almost had the river, just you and all the mm-hmm. southern. Right. I'm up there every weekend. Oh, then you yeah. know all about that boat. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, st- I I will make a stop. At- Usually, Koozies is where I turn around to head back, which is just up a little ways, you know. Mm-hmm. But I stop there all the time, man. Absolutely. I don't get off, I don't get off New Gilbo Road, so half the time <laughs> I just go down to McDonald's well, and get me some 99-cent burgers. Now, do you ever eat that meatless burger? Me? Yeah. That What do they call that thing? That BK? Oh, Beyond, Beyond Beef? Yeah, Beyond, Beyond Beef. Beef. Do you ever eat that? Sure. Do you like it? I do. I was going to ask you if it tasted like a burger, but you don't know, will you? Uh, well, you know, from what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> How would you know? I haven't had, I haven't had, 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 had a hamburger, like hamburger, right? hamburger in 20 years. I wouldn't Is know. that when wow. you stopped eating meat? Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But you're not preachy about it. Like, you're not, no, you're he's not like not. a true uh, man, believer you know where. You know what? Do what you want to do. If right, it makes right. you happy. You know, if you're not hurting anybody, well, it hurts the right. cow, but, you know. <laughs> only for a second. <laughs> only for a minute, you know. <laughs> it doesn't last long, I can tell you There's that. There's like this burst of lightning and it's over. But, uh, you know, have fun, right. man. It's, you know, eat Live yourself your a life, big old burger. Sending right. the cow to a better place. Uh, yeah, so that's anyway, right, man. That's right. Get him out of this Well, world. we're saving the earth at the same time. The exactly more hamburgers right. eat, the less methane there is in the cow in the, But, in the, but that's cow true methane. about Don. That is true about Don. He does not, he's not preachy about it, and he's no. not offended. Because I have forgotten about your uh, vegetarianism or whatever. I've forgotten meatless life. Many, many times I said, hey, let's go get a whatever. And it, anything I eat always contains meat. And he's like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> nope, can't do it. He, we, he comes to Willie's. We all go to Willie's and get and he and his uh, his wife and the rest of us now, suck, the heads out of, yeah. suck the heads out of crawdads. But, you know, there's Don with a big old Willie's salad. <laughs> and they have big-ass salads there at Willie's. I uh, know. I can barely so, finish you know, it. Right. Barely Jeez. finish it. Right. Uh, but he won't suck the head. Nope. <laughs> I don't even want to look at a stupid <laughs> crawfish. <laughs> he does it every time. He does, doesn't he? We'll walk, into, the, we'll walk into Willie's. He's like, I'm here to suck some heads. Oh, stop. <laughs> People start well, looking. Well, you, you guys there's, are grossing me out. Yeah, no, I'm here to suck some heads, No, man. stop it. It's, yep. You're grossing me out. You, Bring me some craw. How about a crawdad burger? There you go. A bunch of crawdad heads on a on a bun. Thank with some with some onions. That'd be good. That'd thank, be good good eating right there. Thank God they're out of season. All right, quick break. <laughs> Top of the hour news. Damn it. And more wearing rhyme coming up. KTSA. When you- 50 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, it's official. The United States is in recession. The economy has shrunk for two consecutive quarters. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um. Glad to know that the president is uh, well after uh, going through COVID. We'll talk about that in a second. But that video that he did on Monday is just too freaky for me to let go, man. Man, <clears throat> that's man, freaky. that was weird. I don't know what he's on, man, but he's that's uh, that's freaky. He uh, he went for forty more than forty seconds actually without blinking. And any doctor will tell you you have to blink every two to three seconds. And he never blinked, man. That was weird. Weird. Well, the edits were weird too. You know, I mean, uh, uh, the the weird edits I thought were interesting. And the fact that he didn't blink, yeah, I don't. You know, he, he more and more. I think he's just a mannequin. You know, I, I think really they're just scripting everything he oh, does. They are. They are. 
Well, they always have, but yeah. I mean, right now it's it's you know only make sure you know even to the extent to where they're not even going to keep him in a steady shot at this point. Yeah, no, no, no. But, you know, because they just edit out all the mistakes and all the rambling and yeah. stuff, and it's painfully obvious. And then they get him out of there. Then they get him the hell I mean, out of there as right. fast as they can. <laughs> it, it, whenever they need him and they have to have his face, they use his face, and then boom, he's gone. And they they really do. Right. They ship him off to Delaware and get rid of him. But he said yesterday, after I recovered from COVID, I uh, 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 go ahead and get your shots and get your boosters and wear your mask. But you're still gonna get it. <laughs> What's the point, man? <laughs> do you know, I, I I this is why I think the whole second round of COVID is not gonna. <laughs> really work with folks i mean we we know people that have gotten i know people have got it recently sure and and it hasn't been uh, for some folks it's been really really unpleasant but it hasn't been anything like it was in the early days of this thing you know you're not going to roll the mask thing back on people and all the restrictions and have them just say okay this time well what's... you know especially with the vaccines everybody's getting it doesn't matter if you're vaxxed or triple vaxxed yeah. or what it doesn't Man, matter it's the flu it's the flu that's what it Basically. is it's the flu and that's the way we're going to live with it we're going to live with it as the flu uh thank god to doctors and nurses who figured out how to deal with it i look at the numbers up here they're putting the numbers back on tv again look at these infections 728 new oh, cases god, right but the only number that matters is the zero death one that's right underneath it zero right. death so but you know here's here's the hypocrisy of joe yesterday and again i'm glad he's well but uh first of all as a candidate he said he was going to shut down it he shut down the virus i'm going to get rid of it i'm going to eradicate you won't have to deal with co- uh, with covid you elect me as president and then last july 4th july 4th 2021 he said we are now declaring our independence from covid it's gone Go out and enjoy your life. There's no more COVID. That was a year ago. Now, a year later, he comes down with it, and he's right back with all the restrictions. Wear a mask. Uh, you know, do a get 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 vaccinated. All this. And you say, what? What's the point? Why? Well, there isn't any, except if you want to cheat an election. <laughs> you know, I mean, the the masks obviously don't work. The vaccines obviously don't work. I think it's something you're just going to get, and once you get it, you're you're you know, you'll it'll it'll hit you. Uh, in its own peculiar way, because the flu hits everybody a little differently. It's it's a virus. Some people it's going to really put you in the hospital, and some people it's not. I mean, yeah. I had it, and I didn't have any symptoms whatsoever. Yeah. So you know, I I I think it's been unleashed on the world. I think there was intentionality, but I think there's also a part of it that we are stuck with. Well, now that, that gives us a moment to bring up uh, monkeypox real fast. I'm not going to spend too oh, much time God. on it, but you know, they're talking about monkeypox, monkey right? Right. 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 And now, uh, the Biden administration today, it looks like Javier Becerra is going to hold a press conference this morning and declare a national emergency over monkeypox. We have 4,000 cases in America, but it's a national emergency. By God, we got to shut down this country. Um, here's a couple of questions, just kind of random. First of all, how did it cross over into the human population? You know? Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is called monkeypox, right? Right, kind of like the bat virus. So right. Is there gain of function going on with monkeys? Would it surprise you? No. <laughs> Not, at Not all. me either, man. The origins were in Africa, spread to the west through gay orgies. That sounds that sounds gay eerily fa- orgies. Uh, uh, fa- right. Eerily familiar to HIV. I mean, you know, it started in Africa, ended up in uh, gay orgies, and spread throughout uh, Europe. But here's one thing. Remember, they shut down. We were going to do it for for two weeks or 15 days, but they shut down everything. They shut down the schools. They shut down the churches. They shut down everything to slow the spread 
of uh, of COVID, they're not talking about. It's, it's funny they're not talking about shutting down the gay bathhouses or anything to stop the spread of this. Well, there really aren't any gay bathhouses left. But I mean, uh, I I got you know I, I they they're not being specific. They're using it as a the same way they use COVID. They want to scare people. They want to freak people out. It can get on your bed sheets. It can get on your pillows. And uh, you know, maybe I'm waiting for them to say, "Hey, you know, this could track on your ba- on your ballots." So maybe we need to think rethink our elections this time out, because that's all it is. It's all about scaring people. You know, it's not something you're likely to get. You know where you're going to get low, it. You know, gay sex, I guess, or no, gay orgies. I don't know. You're going to get it in the line while you're waiting to vote. That's where you're going to get yeah, it. That's where you're going to get it. Yeah. There might be a guy with monkeypox in the voting line. That's right. And so we got to do mail-in ballots, man. Well, here's the stupid one. In New York, they're talking about changing the name. They're asking the World Health Organization to change it. Because the World Health Organization did say yesterday, if you are gay, you need to cut back on the number of partners that you have. Uh, the Who's monkeypox expert, Rosamond Lewis, said men who have sex with men, you're the highest rate of infection, 99% of the cases, cut down on the number of men having men sex you know don't don't have so many multiple partners is what the world health Organization is but in new york they said yesterday we need to change the name because it's offensive offensive who's it offensive to monkeys <laughs> that's what i said this morning it's offensive to monkeys who's it, who's it freaking offensive to i mean you know me tarzan you jane and the monkey over here he's he's offended <laughs> well i mean what's their argument i, I didn't see this one what i, I think i oh, saw yeah. a headline but i didn't read it what, what's 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 the argument it's offensive uh, to, I, I and they wouldn't say who it's offensive to it's just got to be offensive so we got to change the name of it and monkeypox is not well it's not politically correct you know it's not a good name to use so, <laughs> you know, usually when people are offended by the word monkey, it it it, it almost always has a racial thing uh, connected to black people. I mean, I'm just saying. Anytime you mention, every, like every time the, the word monkey is used in the wrong place, they're the ones who make that connection. Nobody else does anymore. Well, so I, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? They're the racists in the room because they're the ones who think this crap up. Well, that that's exactly right, and that's why I brought up the the, the liberal white liberals out in the uh, you know out in the suburbs, right? They're the ones who come Ugh. up with this stuff. And uh, yes, exactly right. When you consider the origins, right, right, and all of that, then you go, oh, okay, it's offensive to black people to call it monkeypox, so we got to change the name of it. I don't really care what you call it. All they're just using it as a political ploy. Like we've said from the beginning, they do not want you to go out and vote in November, and they're going to throw right. everything in the way that they can to try to prevent you from voting. Bottom line, that's all I mean, all this crap is. I mean, before November, hoof and mouth disease uh, might like you know, leap from horses to, <laughs> to people. Yeah. So I don't mange. Know, yeah. <laughs> we'll have the great mange pandemic of 2022. Not going to stop me from voting <laughs> in person. Yeah, no, so, no, I agree. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is a biggie. Yeah. This is a biggie. We got a couple of minutes here before break. You got something on your plate you want to toss in here? Just just very briefly, this uh, former NCAA swimmer who was on, I think, the Tucker Carlson show, uh, talk, Riley Gaines, who ended up tiling, uh, uh, tying with Leah Thomas, the dude who, who is, you know, was competing against women and taking all the championships. And she's one of the first who actually brought up, you know, we, we were never told that this person was going to be in our locker room. That's true. And all of a sudden, there's a guy in our locker room. Uh-huh. And, and she's like, it was very, very, very uh, uncomfortable for us because he's getting naked and changing. 
and there we are. You know, and nobody ever talks. You, you, you having a lot of having a certain kind of opinion set when it comes to that particular community is is really easy to have until you're a woman in a locker room with a naked guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> until you're a 14 year old in the bathroom at school with a naked. But dude. you do remember. When Barack Obama said, you have to gear your girl for that. She needs to change no. her mind, not the dude. And and Leah Thomas, I, I, you know, I'll call him Leah if that's what he wants to be called. Right. That's a he. I've seen him in a swimsuit. That's a he. Fully it's on a, dude, a he. Man. That's right. And he has no business changing into the swim competition swimwear next to girls, especially since the girls were never told that was going to be their deal. How sick. God. Per- well, and, and, and you think about the history of the feminist movement, and it's really always been about, you know, elevating women and supporting women. And it's just interesting to me now that movement has inverted on itself. And and in other words, back in the 70s or the 80s, if you're a dude and you went into a woman's bathroom or a locker room and took your pants off, you'd be arrested. And the feminists would be screaming about toxic masculinity and all that stuff. It's a man's world. Well, apparently it is a man's well, try, world. Because try this, now Sean. The, very same, the very same people are now supporting men going into women's spaces and showing their junk, man, and go, it's fine. Just try this. Go go get in front of a bunch of girls and expose yourself and see what happens to you. You'll go I to jail. Arrested. You and should. Well, and well, I should. Yeah, yes. Absolutely right. But it's okay to do it if it's got the government approval inside of a, a, a locker room or inside of a restroom. And that's how stupid and silly and perverted our culture has gotten over this particular issue it is absolutely perverse we've got this book that the southern law center is pushing we've got oregon and portland they're pushing onto little kids hey it's okay to 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 transition at the age of two you ought to know at two years old you know what your gender is at two years old and you can transition and pick your gender at two years old this is how stupid the culture has gotten in our country today over this issue and it's because of the democrat agenda i mean you know there's not there's no big push from the right or for conservative from conservatives on this agenda it just doesn't happen this is a left-wing democrat pushing of the agenda to totally screw up the culture and they've done a pretty good job of it they've got people in the middle of everything else else that's going on when we've got major concerns we've got people that are getting naked in front of uh, competitive swimmers in locker rooms and uh, did you hear kamala harris introduce herself oh, with her pronouns the God. other day what an ass she, my well, God. she's just my stupid. pronouns are blah 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 she's blah, just blah. stupid that's all she yeah just there ain't much to her man oh. <laughs> all right we'll take a quick break more where rhyme coming up for you ktsa and Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, it's 822 with Ware and Rima. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, 7 to 9 weekdays KTSA. You know what they say about a recession? That's when your neighbor loses his job. Depression is when you lose yours. And recovery is when Joe Biden loses his. So we're going to work toward <laughs> So Can we skip the middle part and just right. go right ahead to the, uh, yeah, to the other one? Recovery. Um, In Los Angeles, people are very familiar with the 6th Street Bridge, and a lot of people are familiar with it nationally because it's been uh, featured in movies and stuff like that. Very popular, very well known. Uh, it was it was in disrepair, so Los Angeles and the and the you know basically the state of California too spent six hundred million dollars in the last six years to reconstruct it. It's beautiful. I mean, it's got got a lot of beautiful architecture, great lights on it, and all that stuff. Well, they have to keep shutting it down now, and there's some talk that they may have to permanently shut it down because uh, people are going out there and doing uh, all kinds of illegal activity. 
Uh, they had a guy set up the other day, and it's all for TikTok. A uh, guy went up and set up a barber chair in the middle of the bridge the other day and was cutting somebody's hair for a TikTok video <laughs> in the middle of the Jeez. bridge. Jeez. <laughs> God, man. And uh, they got these other guys who are blocking traffic, and then guys are doing donuts and spinning out all for TikTok videos, all for right. all to get notoriety on social media and, and all that. So uh, LAPD chief uh, Michael Moore says uh, activity on the bridge uh, we're not going to arrest our way out of this so you know we may have to just give in and shut the thing down because it's being god. used for social media yeah right god isn't that a, t- a sign of our times man everything's a damn selfie these days i, I when you said illegal behavior because I, I hadn't heard this story i thought uh you know maybe they're doing drugs up there first or something, thing you know, i thought yeah, yeah I thought, well you know it's 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 california so it's probably what's going on hobos are shooting up and then you start hearing it's it's tiktok guys right god man i'm telling you the selfie has ruined us all it's it's really and i take selfies okay i'm not you know i'm not preaching here i'm i'm, I'm as much as anyone plugged into social media although I, I just do facebook but the whole idea of look at me look at me look at me it's just ruining the human race it really is well they have to shut the bridge down because of tiktok people pretty, oh my god pretty interesting story though about that this was uh, yesterday the uh, facebook or meta whatever you want to call them they announced their first loss in history yesterday so wow. yeah i mean you know myspace went away and i don't know that facebook is ever going to go away but i think times are changing for them and i think they know that handwriting's on the wall what well, I think you're right, you know, I mean, it, it, I hope so in a sense, even though I'm on it, but I, I do notice that I, you know, I go through my friend list maybe once every couple of months, and I've noticed just over the past year, more and more people shutting down their accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I it, 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 the fact that we spend so much of our time, and again, I'm not preaching for Mount Olympus here, I'm, I'm the same as everybody else. We spend so much of our lives just staring at these damn phones. Yeah. Just freaking staring at them. Mm-hmm. While I'm on the air talking to you, I'm staring at my phone now. I'm looking for stuff to talk about. But I am just sitting here staring at my phone. Sure. You sure. know, and uh, I, I think that whole aspect of our lives is uh, maybe people are finally getting sick of it. I hope so. I think that's what it is. And, they're, and, they're, and you know, it's good to reclaim your life. And, and uh, IG announced yesterday also that they're going to start doing uh, more video. It's going to be primarily a video place, uh, which is what I use it for, really. And you talk about getting good content for show and, and stuff like that. Uh, IG and their videos have almost completely replaced my television viewing. Wow. Yeah, because you can actually watch. You know, I, having the time to sit down and watch a 30-minute or an hour-long show on television, I just don't. It's not, that doesn't interest me anymore. But to cra- grab a 20-second or a 30-second or a 45-second video on IG, um, I'm, I'm just as entertained and even more so than I ever was right, by the right. television. So, you know. I'm just I'm losing. I, I don't watch a lot as nearly as much TV as nope. I used to. No, nope. there's just nothing to watch. Yeah, man. it's the same crap. I there was I, I tried to sit up uh, Saturday night and, and watch some movies last week. And actually, no, last night it was Tuesday night because I was off Wednesday. Uh, my my daughter and I sat up and watched a flick, and I laid down. I was going to try to watch something before I fell asleep, and nothing. There was just nothing interesting. There's 900 channels, and it's all crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's all crap. But, and I told you this earlier, we are going to go see Elvis after the show today. Now, so. you're not a big fan, right? I'm not a huge Elvis fan, but I am a big fan of the director. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to see. And I'm always, I'm always interested in biography. So I, I, I like learning about people's lives. Is she an Elvis fan? 
Uh, sort of. I think so to a certain extent. Yeah. Not a huge one. Not a huge one. But well, she saw the. She's already seen the movie. She said it's oh, brilliant. Yeah. Well, it is. <laughs> yeah. And and the way he did it in the quick style, the the music right. never stops, and it's fast cut, fast paced. So it really and it tells the story of his life really well. I thought they did a good job uh, with the biography of it because a lot of times, right. you know, there's a couple of places where you go, no, that really didn't happen that way, but it didn't. It didn't ruin the story the the way he changed it. And if that right. makes any sense, it didn't detract from the story. Uh, it was just not uh, you know historically accurate. In in about two places that I saw, the rest of it spot on, absolutely spot. Well, on. you're you're always going to have to bend history just of a course. little to make it fit into a movie, right. you know. And so movies are never going to be pure history, right? But uh, you know, I, I just heard a lot of good things about this. And again, I she she saw it because she's also a a, a fan of the director and. So we're going to go check that out. So I'll have a review. I'm in for Jack tonight from 4 to 7, so I'll have a review yeah. <laughs> of Elvis tonight. Well, what you're going to find is it's more of an indictment or more of a story about Tom Parker. And with Tom right. Hanks playing that part, it's awesome. Really wow. awesome. More so than it – I mean, it, it is Elvis's life, but it's right. more about – Tom Parker's effect on Elvis's life and how he really screwed him around, to tell you the truth. Wow. But that's in there. You'll see it. Well, good. Looking forward to it. All right. Quick break. Uh, more Warren Rima coming up for you. Lifestyles Unlimited. Lifestyles Unlimited. That's financialfreedomlivestream.com. And the promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. That's where you're going to find how you can start investing in real estate. We're talking about, you know, the country being in a recession now officially and all that other stuff. And Wall Street is responding to those numbers and everything. And if you are really a slave to Wall Street and concerned every day, and you're checking the stocks and what's it going with the Dow's up or the Dow's down and all that, you know what? Just forget about all that. And see our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited. That's financialfreedomlivestream.com. And do the course. I did it from the comfort of my own couch with Nancy one weekend, and we learned a lot about how to invest in real estate. Now, you can do it that way. You can do it at home, or you can go into an in-person seminar, watch David Fisher put the seminar on. Nobody but Dell Wamsley knows how to do this the right way, and he's teaching people thousands, well, all of them are teaching thousands of people every year how to invest in single-family and multifamily properties and start making income to the point where people are retiring in five years or less. That can be you. All you got to do is log on to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com and use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E, as your promo code for special savings. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code Ware. My name it's 838. Trey Ware, Sean Rima. It's Ware and Rima here on KTSA. Thanks for checking us out Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 here. You know, I was just sitting here going through some of my feed and... The, the stories that are popping up and cropping up about uh, the economy and the Fed has gone up another 75 basis points, you know. Uh, all the stuff that's going on with high gas prices. A uh, friend just sent me another picture of the gas pump. But the, the thing that's frustrating about it, Sean, is that we didn't have to go through all of this, you know. We didn't no, have to go through didn't. the high gas prices. We didn't have to go through raising the, the interest rates now to where we got the housing market is now falling like a rock because it's too expensive to get money. We did not have to go into a recession. We were set on a path of real, uh, first of all, self-reliance and self-dependence on our on our own food, on our own energy, and prosperity like we had never had in this country before. They screwed it all up. Had he done nothing and just left everything that Trump had, had, had accomplished in, in place, We'd be so freaking rich right now as a nation. We'd be we'd be just swimming in money because of the uh, of being able to import energy for the first time, and that would have uh, juiced the rest of the economy up. And it was already uh, up and running 
with uh, lowering the taxes on corporations and tax cuts for people and, and you know, encouraging businesses to bring their operations home, uh, taking on China with the tariffs. I mean, it was just, it was, it, it, he, he put us on a great track with just a few chess moves. It really wasn't a complex dealio. He just let the economy go and let it do what it does and let innovators do what they do and do what, let producers and companies do what they do. And uh, people had jobs. I mean, it was a great time. It was a shining moment, and it took so little to destroy all that. And you're right; none of it was necessary. None of it. It was well. It was all intentional. Well, okay. Well, that's, that's the what point. Sucks about it, that is the point. This was not just like this. You know, organically happened, and we ended right. up with high energy prices, and you know, all that. No, that didn't organically happen. It was engineered. It was done. And so now we we're looking at buying more oil from Saudi Arabia, as an example. Okay. Uh. So so wouldn't it make more sense to buy it from ourselves? You know what are we? What the hell are we doing? Well, and it's so surreal to watch these people act like that just didn't happen. Right. If you're a Democrat, you act like that didn't happen. If you're a Democrat, whether you're a Democrat in power or a Democrat that's just an average schmo, you know, that you talk to on the radio, they act like that just did not happen. That we did not have this amazing economic run that we still could be enjoying right now. Right. Right. Uh, because they crashed it intentionally, uh, and I think partially because they want to crash the economy. Oh, of course. They they, they, course. they want to take this country down. And secondly, they need to erase Donald Trump's legacy as much as possible. And they're doing everything they can to do that. In fact, oh, yeah. they are meddling so much in the midterms now. I'm, I'm seeing more and more stories about how Democrats are participating in Republican primaries all across America to uh, get uh. people elected in the get Republicans elected in the primary who are unelectable in the in the general election. Right. So they're getting right. these people that they're putting forward now. They're getting elected by Democrats in the Republican primary to run as a Republican against a Democrat incumbent or whatever who has no chance God. of beating the Democrat. Meanwhile, over here, here's a here's a uh, headline for you. Bakari says that big tech has a blueprint to stop the red wave in 2022. Well, here's the point about all these shenanigans. Whether it's Democrats who are going and voting in a Republican primary to elect unelectable Republicans or it's big tech who is going to play games behind the scenes like they did in 2020, uh, to make sure the Democrats are reelected, none of that is about democracy. They're, they they oh, like no. to walk around and call themselves the party of democracy, and it's all about democracy. No, it's not. If they were the party of democracy, if they really cared about democracy, they wouldn't be playing these types of games. Well, do we have more democracy or less democracy in this country since they've been in power? You know, you could argue on multiple fronts we have less democracy, even though we're not a pure democracy anyway. But yeah, it gets a little sickening yeah, when they start, especially when they start talking about January sixth and how democracy hung in the balance and we almost lost democracy. These people couldn't give two craps about democracy. They hate democracy. <laughs> well, they, they hate people having a, a a say in their leadership and in the direction of their country. They hate that. Stuff. So who? are the real insurrectionists. Now think about that for a minute. Oh, yeah. Because they claim that those guys who went into the Capitol for a selfie on that day, they, they claim they were the insurrectionists and they need to lock them up and Donald Trump is the leader of a, what are they calling oh, it now? A, a seditious conspiracy is what they're calling <laughs> it. We need to indict him for sedition and all that kind of stuff. Right. But in reality, they may not be walking into the Capitol but with the games they're playing, especially with big tech, especially with participating in the other side's uh, primaries, they're the ones who are participating in sedition. They're the ones who are, who are the insurrectionists. They're, they're the ones trying to overthrow the government.
Well, I still say the first act of insurrection was the last election, you know, and and all the stuff they did to cheat that thing, which you know I absolutely believe. Yeah, though, though, though they are. Look, pretty much everything they accuse everybody else of being, they are. So if they're calling Donald Trump an insurrectionist or they're calling you and me insurrectionists, it's because they are insurrectionists. If they're calling us domestic terrorists because we're complaining about stuff, well, that means they're really the domestic terrorists because they want to destroy the country. Your worst enemy right now is your own freaking government. Democrats. As far as the survival of this country. Democrats in general, yeah. Yeah, Democrats. They're they're it, man. They are it. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, more and more tax dollars continue to go to Ukraine. There is absolutely no oversight. There's no accountability. Where's that money going? Just in my view, my humble opinion, how much is Hunter getting? What's his slice? And how much is going to the big guy and and all the other politicians who are knee-deep in Ukraine? While the president of Ukraine and his wife make the cover of Vogue. Oh, you know, <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Oh, I, go ahead. I, 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 I'm a li- this kind of now. I'm kind of going against this guy. This was, you know, Lanny, They fly in Annie Leibovitz. Uh huh. You know, so she can photograph him for Vogue. They got a bunch of shots where they look really cool. Yep. It's very Annie Leibovitzy, you know, and uh, and then he starts. There's an interview, obviously. And uh, then he starts cracking about Americans complaining about gas prices. Can you believe that? I will be very honest, maybe not very diplomatic. Gas is nothing. Just try to imagine what I'm talking about happening to your home, to your Uh, country. uh. Would you still be thinking about gas prices or electricity prices? Dude, you're doing a photo shoot. You're in the middle of a war zone, and you're, you're doing an Annie Leibovitz photo shoot. And then you're going to come down on me because I don't like paying damn near $5 a gallon well, when I don't have to? Plus, without Americans, he's gone. Without our he's dollars, gone. he's done, man, and his country is done. And we're propping him up and his country up, and he's like, why are you complaining about paying $5 a gallon? What's your problem? If I were him, I'd keep my mouth shut. I wouldn't say a word. I, you know, I, I think the fame's kind of getting to him. I, You know, I hate to say it, and I'm not saying it's not a crummy situation he's in. Absolutely. I can't even imagine but at the same time, he's become a celebrity. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he, a celebrity. He was before. He was an actor before. And it, and it's, so. Well, he was. But, I mean, now, you know, on the global stage, yeah. and, and now his wife is a celebrity. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, I thought you were under siege. Yeah. You know, I thought, you know, we're, we're sending you billions of dollars. Unaccountable. And all kinds of un- unaccountable with no, we don't need a, 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 you know, an inventory of how you spend it or any of that stuff. Uh, we're, we're sending you munitions of all kinds, military hardware of all kinds. And you're doing a photo shoot and, you know, complaining about us complaining about gas prices. Yeah. We're being told you're the whole reason that we have these high ga- gas prices, which I don't believe. But, you know, the the photo shoot just seemed a little icky to yeah. me. It to- yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, so the Dow is down after the announcement that we are officially in a recession in America. The Dow is down, uh, you know, 31, 32 points, something like that. River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havercorn, great guy. He believes in competition. He believes in a free market, and that's why he publishes his prices right on the website. Why didn't everybody do that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they got to play games with the insurance companies and all that kind of stuff to, to pay their bills. Well, Mark Abercorn's not that way. He publishes his his what, what it's going to cost you right on the website so you know whether it's a tooth extraction, it's X amount. Whether it's a, a new implant, it's X amount. Whether it's major facial surgery, it's X amount. By the way, uh, he's not only an oral surgeon, but he's, uh, you know, he's an MD. 
So he's got all kinds of privileges at hospitals. He does surgery a couple of times a week at these hospitals. So you're going to be in the best hands possible when you see Dr. Mark Havercorn at River City Oral, of course. So whether it's a tooth taken out, dental implants, major uh, facial surgery, stuff like that, 